This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Talking about the conflict over in Ukraine, Russia has been hit with many sanctions, including uh, they're kicked out of the World Cup for the time being. They're banned from uh, competing in international hockey. Uh, The ruble is plummeting in value. Switzerland froze Russian assets at Swiss banks, and they're famous for being neutral, Switzerland. Yeah, it's kind of their thing. (laughs) And even OnlyFans went dark what in russia only fans was down and and some people thought that only fans was banning russian users it's not the case <laughs> okay not the case the issue was they paused all the russian accounts because they weren't sh- sure how they were going to pay the content creators and i have a feeling there's a lot of content creators in that part of the world yeah i got a feeling there's a good chance for sure. The banks were being disconnected from the global financial system. They had to figure out how they were going to pay people for their their uh, their hard work. In some cases, it is hard. Literally, yeah. yeah. Um, but they figured it out, and they've restored all Russian accounts. There was another thing going around yesterday. You and I saw this, and it's very important before you start reporting on things or you start sharing things to make sure that it's real information. Joe Rogan learned that lesson yesterday when he shared a, a fake CNN report that somebody had photoshopped, making it look like Steven Seagal <laughs> had joined forces with the Russian military to fight Ukrainians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Norris is fighting with Ukraine, though, right? <laughs> no, Jim. What? No. It's fake, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was a report going around that Pornhub was uh, blocking, C-blocking Russian users and not letting them access the site. But apparently, if you do a little research online, you'll find that that is false as well. Again, I have a feeling that there's a lot of... Uh, content that comes out of Russia for Pornhub. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, if Pornhub's strategy is to uh, pacify the Russians, they should put more free porn there. Get them all sleepy. You know, you don't want to take it away. Didn't they do that during the World War? Drop, like, uh, pornography yeah, into yeah. enemy territory so the guys would tire themselves out? It's, a, it's 100% true. I forget which war it was. I think multiple, but yeah, if you... Make their wrists and forearms sore so they can't use their weapons properly? <laughs> well, if you've ever, if you've ever <laughs> been on vacation with guys for, like, uh, three days, and by the end of the three days, everybody gets all riled up, you know? You can tell there's a lot of tension going on, so it's like... Uh, if yeah. the tension is released, they're a little more passive. Yeah, yeah, they'll take a they'll take a nap and uh, you know just get hungry, <laughs> <laughs> have a smoke, call her a day. <laughs> more Pornhub, maybe the weapon. I think that so. the Ukrainians need to start firing at the Russians. <laughs> These eyes are crying. These eyes have seen.
see my love's like they're never gonna see another woman like how with you. <laughs> These eyes are crying. We used to go, These eyes have seen a lot of love, but they're never gonna see another woman like I had with you. These eyes. We're done. We're done. <laughs> That's fun, though. Good fun. work on the, on the Casio keyboard, Jim. You've come a long way in a year. Thanks, man. lessons. And happy World Compliment Day. <laughs> Tomorrow, different compliment. I, uh, I've got some news to share with everybody. Oh, really? I don't have gout. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good news. That is great news. Really. I mentioned that I had a sore toe yesterday, and we got bombarded with messages, uh, text messages from listeners saying, Taz, you've got gout for sure. Worse than typing it into Google. Uh, yeah, I looked up uh, Google image, uh, gout, don't do it. It's gross. What does it look like? Uh, you don't want to describe it? Okay. No, it looks bad. It looks okay. like your foot is having some serious problems. <laughs> Um, but after consulting some medical professionals, it, I've got a little ingrown, uh, big toenail. Okay. Still a hassle, but not an ongoing issue for a the rest of your life. A little bit sore, but, uh, yeah, I don't have to completely change my diet or take <laughs> horse pills or anything like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Crisis averted, man. Because you were worried. You were like talking about it all day yesterday. Oh, I'm going to do everything in my power now to prevent getting gout. <laughs> I want to see you peacock. Sports, Devin Peacock, and uh, we were talking about this most likely happening uh, if Russia continued their aggression on Ukraine. It looks like they are going to be out of multiple global competitions in the world of sport. Yeah, Russia has been banned from all international soccer competitions until further notice. Uh, so that is uh, something that we heard yesterday from FIFA and UEFA. On the hockey front, the WIHF has banned Russia and Belarus indefinitely from international play. So that's the World Juniors. Uh, that's the uh, World Championships. The World Juniors were supposed to be held in Russia in 2023. That is not going to happen anymore. The IOC uh, was saying yesterday they want Russia to be banned from all international competition as well. So that's an, a question that needs more clarification from me because the Paralympics start in Beijing on Friday. So is Russia going to be allowed to participate in that or not? Because it's like the fake Russians. It's like the Republic of Russia or whatever they call themselves. So they're still Russians. So either they can play or they can't, but that's the IOC for you. It is a, I think, a strong move on a lot of fronts on the from the sports world. Which, in the grand scheme of things, people may say, "Oh, well, what's the what's the point of that?" Well, in Russia and with Vladimir Putin in particular, he really values sports. So this may not end the conflict in Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, but it's going to it's going to be another. Uh, another piece to the puzzle that hopefully brings us to a peaceful conclusion. Do you think one of the reasons that Belarus joined the Russians in in the conflict is because they didn't want to get embarrassed again at the World Juniors? <laughs> oh, Playing a long con here. Yeah. <laughs> like Belarus, who, what do they lose? 15 to 1 every time yeah. they play? There's only uh, so many times you can lose by football scores in hockey where you decide to find unique ways to maybe <laughs> save face. Here's a big one. Uh, Putin's got to be disappointed with this. Official announcement from World Taekwondo. 
World Taekwondo strongly condemns the brutal attacks on innocent lives in Ukraine, which go against the World Taekwondo vision of peace is more precious than triumph. And the World Taekwondo values of respect and tolerance. In this regard, World Taekwondo has decided to withdraw the honorary ninth Dan Black Belt conferred to Mr. Vladimir Putin in 2013. Uh-oh. So they they have stripped Vlad of his Taekwondo Black Belt, Jim. Wow. So if he gets in a fight with his guy, with a guy, is he going to like not know what to do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with my hand? His power's gone. It's they like, took the belt. Yeah. And we've got uh, one of our listeners on the phone here. She's a little nervous to talk on the air, but I think we need to get her message out there. She is, uh, she's got a solution to a problem that you're going to be dealing with very soon here, Jim. Okay. And what's your name, sorry? My name's Anne. Anne, you're Hadley. a dog walker, yep. and in the springtime, yep. you deal with the problem Jim was talking about earlier with the warmer temperatures. Comes a lot of yep. dog poop in the backyard, right? You got, you got it. And what are you doing? You're, you're picking up dog poop for a great cause. You got it. So it's, it's Waggington's Dog Walking. You can find all the information on my Instagram. I just posted it all this morning. Waggington's dog walking. <laughs> Sounds classy, like yeah. a British dog walking service. <laughs> Dogs wearing monocles <laughs> is what I'm picturing. Little top hats. Waggington's <laughs> dog walking, and you're, you're picking up dog poop in the backyard, and you're donating 100% of what you make from picking up the dog poop to Ukrainian aid. You got it. Yeah, so goal is $5,000. So that's about 60 houses. So how much um, do you charge? Per house. So it depends on how many dogs. So oh, boy. For the first hour. Um, 85? And then prices go up from there. Just okay. I think it's like What's the average yard take? How many hours does it take to clean up the poop? I'm pretty fast because it's pretty gross. So <laughs> It's not <laughs> something you want to savor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I get out of there as quickly as possible. So for me, it usually takes me about 45 minutes. Okay, okay, so yeah, you're looking at about an hour. Jim, you got two dogs back yeah. there, maybe an hour and a half. Okay, and so if people want to find you and help out uh, the cause, how do they do it again? So um, Instagram has all my information or my website. So at Waggington's Dog Walking is my Instagram or just Waggington's Dog Walking.ca. And you're in London. Uh, I'm in London. So yeah, no Hamilton people. Anywhere in the London area. <laughs> cool. But you challenge any Hamilton poo picker-uppers <laughs> to match your donation. How's that? You got There you go. Put that in. Thanks, Ann. That's very kind of you. Awesome. Have a great day. Uh, I want to give a shout-out. Yesterday, we, we talked to uh, Catherine from Zerkova Vodka, and we mentioned that they're a Ukrainian-based uh, vodka company, and they're giving 100% of their profits right now to aid in Ukraine. And I want to give a kudos to Ryan, our Hamilton producer in the Y108 studios. He, on his way home from work, picked up a bottle of Zerkova. Now, I was a little nervous that uh, he wasn't going to show up for work this morning, but... (laughs) Doing it for the Ukrainian! (laughs) But he's here, so thank you, Ryan. That was very kind of you, and I'm glad you're practicing moderation with the Zerkova. (laughs)
It's good stuff, though, isn't it? Uh, there are many ways to donate if you want to help out. If you go to y108.ca or fm96.com, you'll see a link on the front page of the website. It's a heart with the uh, blue and yellow of the Ukrainian flag. It says Ukraine Relief. And links to support Amnesty International, the Canada-Ukraine Foundation, and as well, uh, the Canadian Red Cross. They are going to bring humanitarian relief to Ukraine. And starting Friday, the federal government will match donations uh, dollar for dollar uh, up to a maximum of $10 million. So multiple ways to donate to help the people of Ukraine. If you want to do that, you can find the details at y108.ca or fm96.com. If you got a question, ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer, a question about custody or a neighbor. We are joined by Ian Snedden. He's a partner with Cohen Hiley Lawyers. You can find him at CohenHiley.com. Hey, Steve, Hi. you've got a relationship issue that you want to run by Ian from Cohen Hiley. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having my call. Uh, don't really know how to pose the question, but the, my partner moved in about six months ago and uh, broke up with me about two weeks in. What? And now she refuses to leave. And I'm just, I'm a little scared about, the, I'm, we're not even common law, but I just want to make sure my house is going to be intact. She moved in with you, then broke up with you, and you said, okay, if we're not going out, then leave, and you own the house? That's right. How long were you dating in total before she moved in? Uh, I guess a year or so. Okay, so you knew her for long enough. Mm-hmm. And she won't leave. Ian, what would you recommend to Steve? Mm, keep the bunny safe. Uh, maybe that's too old for no fatal attraction. We got it. <laughs> Bunny boilers. That won't be happening. <laughs> maybe, yeah. late, but I ain't taking it. So how how many times? Like, do you tell her once a day? Like, okay, you can leave today. Oh, I try to be diplomatic about it. I've suggested, you know, give me a date or two. Yeah, uh, you won't even pay rent in the process. Oh, dude, you no. got no. Have you have you have you considered bringing a little Tinderella over, a little hookup when she's in in the living room or? Anything like Royal that to Rumble. make things super awkward? Royal Rumble and 911 will be called, I guess, if that happens. What can you do? How do you get someone out of your house? Yeah, it is. It's a squatter situation. That's exactly what it is. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm 100% the deed owner. I just want to make sure that my assets are square. Yeah, you got to get her out before Cover that. your assets. Yeah. That's right. Any suggestions? So you're... you're home is protected so as long as you're not uh, there are still differences between married couples and what people call common law relationships mm-hmm. both have spouses or the property rights are different she mm-hmm. could have an interest if she contributed to the home uh, but without that then no the home remains yours and there is no equalization because you weren't married you do need to see a lawyer i'd be uh i got one lined up <laughs> yeah, well, get her going. Get it. Get it done, man. Yeah, you need to get like three guys on call to the next for the next time when she leaves the house for fifteen thirty minutes. Change all the locks. I'm not even joking. Change all the locks. Grab all her crap. Get a U-Haul. Put it in storage. She has access to it. Right. Her stuff's there. Give her. Give her an, ev- an eviction notice in writing. Give her ample time to get her stuff out. And if she doesn't do it, change the locks. I thought that was illegal. 
That's why I'm glad I'm, I'm talking. It, I, no, it still probably is. We're the petty <laughs> revenge guys. <laughs> but but like seriously <laughs> though, Ian, wouldn't you recommend to Steve that he gets out of this situation? Because if something happens and you guys have a disagreement while she's living there and she makes uh, an accusation against you, you could be in more than just financial trouble. The cameras are ready to roll at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for sure, you need to address this. And uh, just to be clear, um, sometimes Taz and Jim and I agree on the law, but sometimes they see it a little bit differently. So just make sure that when you're hearing that <laughs> advice, as good as it is from Jim, and there is some practical benefit to it, you do want to see a lawyer to make sure you handle it uh, appropriately. Okay, Steve, good luck, buddy. Yeah, let us know how it works out. Yeah, yeah. I I think maybe talking about it on the radio, if she's listening right now, it might drop another little hint for her that it's time to go. (laughs) Taz and Jim on Tuesday. Not just any Tuesday. It's Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I might whip up some pancakes tonight. Why not? I would love to have pancakes for dinner. The issue is... My wife, uh, when she makes pancakes, she tries to make them healthy. (laughs) How? Putting blueberries in them? Putting like uh, seeds. What? Chia seeds or something. Kale? Spinach. Yeah, no, I'm not joking. Hey, do you guys, she calls them Incredible Hulk pancakes to get my son and I excited to eat them. (laughs) Of course, it works on both. (laughs) Yeah, my son and I, oh, these are the pancakes that Incredible Hulk eats to make him green. Uh, But they're not as good as the clearly not trying to be healthy for you at all pancakes. Yeah, I mean, you could cook some, mm-hmm. and then it's daddy's choice. I could, but I I just feel every time I go into the kitchen, she tries to intervene <laughs> <Nuh-uh>. <laughs> with all her healthy ingredients. <laughs> hmm. It's true. My girlfriend just bought me new bread. Uh-huh. So like said, I was, the brown bread I was eating was not good bread. So now I got this other bread that's like got seeds on it. And so I guess I'm eating different bread now. For the rest of your life, For the pal, rest of my life, white committed. bread is banned from the Kelly household. It's not called Skinny Tuesday, folks. <laughs> it's called Fat Tuesday for a reason. Yeah, I like that she's going to put uh, spinach in the pancakes and then dump a, like a pound of maple syrup on top of it. <laughs> just pure sugar. Sometimes stuff can just be bad for you, I think. Yeah, on a and special we'll, day? We'll make it up elsewhere. <laughs> I'll have a salad tomorrow. Yeah. How does that sound? On Ash Wednesday. <laughs> okay, it's the one-year anniversary of Jim starting his adult piano lessons, so we are playing a game called Jimmy's Jams. <laughs> That was your intro? <laughs> yeah, it was like a magical... <laughs> can you turn it up anymore? Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. Turn it up. I'm hearing the clacking of the keys today. Yeah. I mean, it's a Casio $200 keyboard. Is it not a grand <laughs> piano? Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Dave in Guelph. How are you, Dave? I'm good. Uh, he's doing really well there. This game should be easy. <laughs> You've got three songs, Jim. You're going to play three of them. Uh, if, if you can't identify one of the songs, we're hanging up and moving on to the next caller. Whoever gets the third one correct is going to be the winner. Go ahead, Jimmy's Jams. Okay. 
I think we've heard enough. Dave, kill the beat. Kill the beat. I told you he's really good. That's uh, Jingle Bell. Oh, you know it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That means right? Yeah, that means right. (laughs) Okay, good job. Okay, so now, just a little hint, I'm turning it to the mode to 60s electric piano. 60s electric piano. Here's song number two, Jimmy's Jams. Guess is These Eyes. What band uh, sings These Eyes? Dave? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. These Eyes by... Uh, Guess who? I didn't know... Guess who it is. I didn't know, I didn't know who sang Jingle Bells. Okay, well, guess who sings These Eyes? Yeah. Hey, guess who? Oh, yeah, it's the Guess uh, you're doing well so far. Jim, I was actually much more impressed with that one than, <laughs> than Jingle Bells. Okay, this is the last song for $100 in Lotto Max tickets. Jim has been playing piano now officially for a year. Jimmy's Jams. What song that is? I believe it's Sailing Away by Sticks, the greatest band ever. Sailing Away by Sticks is the guess, and. Yeah, close enough. What do you mean, close enough? Isn't it? Come, I'm... come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Okay, you get the prize. Congratulations. Jim, yeah, that was really good. Thanks, bud. We're, Dave, weren't you impressed with that last one? I was super impressed. I, was, I never had a doubt. I'm sure he practices every day. <laughs> I do, I do. Shout out to Hubert, my piano teacher <laughs> from the band The New Cats. Beauty. Greatest, the greatest miracle worker the... known as Hubert. <laughs> Puts up with my uh You were slow nonsense. playing us, starting with that jingle bells. Well, I mean, you had to drop the beat first to get yeah. things going, right? Uh, that was very good, Jim. Keep going, bud. <laughs> Sky's the limit. I got a life hack for everyone, Jim. Oh, yeah? Came up with this last night. Do you believe that you can manipulate your dreams? Uh, yeah, it's your own brain, so of course you must be able to. Do you think you can program yourself to to do certain things in your dreams before you fall asleep? Like if, I think if so. If you listen to a tape on repeat, you can, you know, you fall asleep listening or thinking about something. Yeah. That you can actually make it happen in your dreams. Yeah, I think to a certain extent, and I think I believe in lucid dreaming, you know, where you wake up and you're dreaming, you're still dreaming. Okay, well, here's what I recommend to everybody. (laughs) Here we go. Last night, I had a dream, and in my dream, I went to sleep, and I slept for like eight hours. 
in my dream. And then I woke up in my dream and I was like, man, that was a great sleep. I feel fully refreshed. Huh. While you were still dreaming. While I was still dreaming. Okay. And then I woke up in real life and it was like I had slept for 17 hours. Holy, so it multiplies. You got the eight hours from your third dream and the six hours from your second dream. Huh. This is like Inception, dude. Did you fall backwards a couple times to get back up? There was a little top spinning in the corner (laughs) of the room and it never fell over. Huh. So if if you are able to pull that off, I'm just telling you, (laughs) you feel fantastic when you wake up. Brilliant. Like doubling your sleep. Yeah. Have a dream that you get a good night's sleep and you'll feel great when you wake up in real life. Yeah, it's kind of like mind over matter or something like that. Like if you believe it, it happened. You believe you had a great sleep. You know how you have those moments where you realize you're dreaming in the dream? Yeah, yeah. Lucid dreaming. You're like, oh, this is just a dream. So I woke up from the the sleep in my dream, and then I was like, hold on a second. Am I still asleep? (laughs) This is awesome. Let's take another nap. (laughs) I could do anything in the world. Let me get a solid eight hours. (laughs) You go flying. You could go, you know, do whatever. Be a superhero. Dream sleeping. It's going to be the next big thing. I should start a master class on dream sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Another million dollar idea. You're welcome, world. Sunday, plus 10. Here we go. With rain expected. Yeah, it's it's exciting. A little end in sight for the winter. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who love their outdoor activities in the wintertime, and they might be a little bummed out by it. So keep that in mind. Before you start celebrating too hard. <laughs> Way to rub it in, Jim, for all the cross-country skiers. Uh, what about the uh, the NHL Heritage Classic happening in Hamilton? Damn. Tough, hey? I think they'll be good because they have these things in, like, Los Angeles and much warmer climates than Hamilton in March. Yeah, where was it last time? Lake Tahoe? Lake Ta- it but very... it got delayed, right? Because it, it was did. melty? I, well, yeah, I wonder if there's anything in the ice, like below the ice to keep it cooler, if there's any technology that helps. I don't know. If you've been driving down near Tim Hortons Field, you may have seen the trucks. Ice Plant is the uh, the company that's installing the uh, the ice-making and ice-monitoring equipment. And they arrived outside the gates of Tim Hortons Field yesterday. Okay. So they're ready to start setting up. A couple weeks out. They, yeah. want, they want to make sure everything's working properly, I yeah. guess. So the game is March 13th. 14th. 13th or 14th? I think. Yeah, 13th. 13th. So it's the Sunday. So a week a week <laughs> from this Sunday. I mean, fingers crossed It's going to be people. 10 degrees this Sunday. What's it going to be the next Sunday? I believe. I believe it'll be cold. And then the 14th, the Bulldogs play mm-hmm, yes. outdoors. Yep. So two nights of hockey at Tim Hortons Field. I think they've got it figured out at this point. This isn't the first time they've done this. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> but it can't, it can't hurt to be, to be minus it. three. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the fans are comfortable, you're still warm. Yeah, yeah. They may turn into a road hockey game in the parking lot real quick. <laughs> I, I think it'll be okay. But imagine that spending... Because the tickets to the Leaf Sabres game are going for like $3,000. Yeah, it's a big deal. Spend that kind of money and then there's a delay of game because there's a, a melt in the corner. <laughs> and then you're just spending way more on beer. Oh. I can remember living in Kingston and they had an old rink there. 
Memorial Center, I think it was called. And they would regularly have to cancel games because the the arena was so bad, the ice would melt in the corners. Whoa. That's bad because it's obviously an indoor indoor. It was arena. an indoor yeah, yeah. facility. It was just really old. They built a new one since right downtown. Yeah, yeah. Right on tragically hip way there <laughs> by the water. But uh, legendary Canadian barns. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little bit of an embarrassment. Uh, do we have a game this Friday? Nope. Ice is a little watery. <laughs> a little sloshy by the crease. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah, NHL's Heritage Classic setup has begun in the Hammer. Leafs Sabres scheduled for 4 p.m. Sunday, March 13th. We want to compliment the uh, the firefighters, ambulance, and police in Cambridge, Ontario. Oh, boy. They did a good job the other day. Uh, we just got a video sent to us. It's amazing what these ring cameras on houses are catching these days. One of our listeners, Mike, sent us a, a video that was posted on YouTube. Uh, this is February 26th, so a couple days ago in Cambridge, Hespler, uh, you had multi-vehicle collision in a residential area, and the camera on somebody's garage captured the whole thing. You can see the cars crashing into each other. They're hitting snow banks. Luckily, it looks like nobody was seriously hurt in the crash. But the surprising twist in the video is after the cars both crash and end up uh, parked, one of them in a snowbank, the other one in a driveway, a door opens of from one of the vehicles, and there's a fully naked man who gets out, Jim. Yeah, all he has with him is a green towel, and it's not like it's wrapped around his waist. He's holding it in front of him like he just got out of the hockey showers or something like that, and he's not worried about showing anybody his butt because he's like walking around for two minutes with... You know, you'd think you'd wrap the towel back around your waist, but instead, he drops the towel, runs, tries to get into a restaurant... Puts his arms in the air victoriously when he drops the towel, and you can tell it is very cold out. <laughs> Not for lack of hair, though, either, you know. But it's it's I, I it's a it's a wild sight. He's a bigger fella, so he was like running down the street. People are chasing after him. Uh, seemingly, people who have pulled over or other people who have came out of their homes because such such a big crash just happened. Uh, he tries to get into a restaurant. They close the door on him. This is off camera, but he comes back into the camera. Gets back into his car that was just in a huge crash, turns it on, tries to drive away. It's not really running very well, so a tow truck pulls into the scene, uh, cuts in front of him to stop him. Another, Kudos to the tow truck driver. Very nice. Another tow truck driver boxes him in. We go, we got thinking, he, we got this guy. He gets back out of the car, runs back the way he came Stark from. Stark naked. This is now no on towel. camera again. No towel. Yeah. He breaks into a house, assaults the homeowner. Oh, Two man. firefighters go into the house after him, drag him out, tackle him into the snow, and he has been arrested. 40-year-old guy uh, with just a slew of charges here. I mean, dangerous operation of a motor vehicle, break and enter, careless driving, fail- failing to wear a seatbelt, speeding, <laughs> and racing a motor vehicle. Nothing fa- here. Failing to wear a seatbelt and anything else. And <laughs> No, um, what is it called? Indecent, Indecent exposure? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised, but I mean, does it really matter when you got all that other stuff piled on top of it? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.